этого нету. Но только есть бокал, в нем терпкое вино. Обрывая тоненькую нить, Пусть туман колышится, Пусть гитара слышится, Ах, не мешайте мне, Pray. I thought you'd never. 
pretty Baby, baby 
Thanks for doing what you got to do to do today, uh, if it's day, and uh, uh, try and be, uh, you, know, try, you know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm going to, uh, that, that's what I mean. I'm going to try to be as a decent person as I can. Um, I'm going to try to be respectful as I can. Uh, I'm going to try to be as accommodating and uh, inquisitive tolerant as I can. There are limits. See you next week.
afraid so, Brad. But isn't it nice of oh, my you? What have you done with Janet? What the shit out of her. Why, do you think I should have? Never, never. Never, never. Yes, I know. But it isn't all bad, is it? Not even half bad. I think she really caused me poison. Oh. 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 So soft, Lord. Stop, oh. stop, Lord. Oh, Janet. Oh. Janet! Janet's going to be asleep by now. Do you want her to see you like this? This? Like how? It's your fault. You're to blame. I thought it was the real thing. Yes! You liked it, didn't you? There's no crime in giving yourself over to pleasure. Janet, you've wasted time. Time already. Janet, leave it now. I won't tell her. Well, you promise you won't tell her. And my mother's well. Master, Rocky has broken his chains and vanished. The new playmate is loose and somewhere in the castle grounds. Magenta has just released the dogs. Hmm? Oh. Come in! What's happening here? Where's Brad? Where's anybody? <laughs> Emotion, agitation or disturbance of mind, vehement or excited mental state. It is also a powerful and irrational master. And from what Magenta and Columbia eagerly viewed on their television monitor, there seems little doubt that Janet was indeed its slave. Tell us about it, Janet. I thought there was no way 
Brad, what are you doing here? Uh, just fucking around. Don't let go, Miss Dr. Scott. You know perfectly well what Brad Majors is doing, don't you? It was part of your plan, was it not? That he and his female should check the layout of the Well, unfortunately for you all, the plans to be changed. I have no doubt of all the doctors, I have Brad is. I can assure you that Brad's presence here comes as a complete surprise. I came here to find Eddie. Eddie? I've seen him! What do you know of Eddie? about an outfit. You see, Eddie happens to be my nephew.
discuss Abby's. That's about a tenderest object. Another slice, anyone?
move my wheels. It's as if we're glued to the spot. You are. So quick with fear, you tiny fools. It's something you'll get used to. A mental mindfuck can be nice. You won't find Earth people quite the easy mark you imagine. This sonic transducer. It is, I suppose, some kind of audio, vibratory, physio-molecular transport device. You mean something we ourselves have been working on for quite some time. But it seems our friend here has found a means of perfecting it. device which is capable of breaking down solid matter and then projecting it through space and who knows, perhaps even time itself. You mean he's going to send us to another planet? Planet! Schmanet! Janet! You better wise up, Janet Wise. You better wise up, build your thighs up. You better wise up. And then she cried out.
I can explain. This better be good. You got shot last time. Of you. you see, when I said we were to return to Transylvania, I referred only to Magenta and myself. 
I'm sorry, however, if you found my words misleading. But you see, you are to remain here in spirit anyway. Yes, Dr. Scott. A laser capable of emitting a beam of pure antimatter. Sells my pots. You mean you're going to kill him? What's his crop? Society must be protected. Society! And now, Frank and Furty, your time has come. Say goodbye to all of this. to be made. You're okay by me. Dr. Scott, I'm sorry about your nephew. Eddie? Yes, well, perhaps it was for the best. <laughs> Leave now, Dr. Scott, while it is still possible. We are about to beam the entire house back to the planet of transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania.
return to the moon-drenched shores of our beloved planet. Land of night. Sing and dance once more to your dark Michael? 
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the name of our show. That's the name of our podcast. That's the name of our YouTube channel. We are on mutinyradio.fm right now. Who are we? Well, it's let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on once again. Let's oh, watch a full-length movie. I nearly oh. forgot to put you on. I was... So excited to talk about mutinyradio.fm, where we stream first every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make a habit of it. Go ahead and listen. Go to mutinyradio.fm. You'll find their feed. You can add it to your podcast player. You can just listen to it directly. And you can donate to their Patreon page or their Venmo page. Helps the station. Helps us. Check their, uh, their website out. Uh, great place. Great to be on. Carl. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube here on Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie Radio. on YouTube. Yeah, on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio. What's the movie today? Today we are watching Children of the Corn, 1984. Children Whoa. of the Corn, 1984. Wow. A movie that scared me as a child. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Children of the Corn. And we like Film Freak. That's the channel we like. Film okay. Freak. You know, part of the premise of this show is that we see movies that I read about and no, never had I'm a chance so to see. I'm sorry. It's Movie Freak. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. It, the channel we like All is right. Movie Freak. Okay. Movie Freak is the channel. It is hosting the movie that we are watching today. We'd love for you to type in Children of the Corn 1984 and look for the version hosted by Movie Freak. Find that link, click it, hit pause, and move it to zero, zero, zero. We're going to have a celebrity comedian countdown that Carl has spoken to. He's going to do the countdown for us. And when they say go, go ahead and hit go. All right. I'm really excited, Carl, man. We're going right to the source. Uh, as I said, this podcast is about movies I've read about. I've never watched a Children of the Corn movie at all. I've read about them. So I'm really excited to go to the source. Back where it all started. Here's Carl with his celebrity comedian countdown. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Mike Morse. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you did. Well, Mike, we've been knowing each other a while. We met at Scotty's, uh, Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove. And I read the credits when I bring you up. And mm -hmm. one of them is the Jay Leno Show. Uh, no, is the Tonight Show. Now, you yes. wrote for them during Jay Leno's time tell me about i i wrote it was a it was a, a wonderful thing because i could do it from home it was a freelance thing where you know they they hire me and i just every day just uh, in the morning sit at my little computer box and type out jokes send it to them by i think it was like one o'clock in the afternoon whatever it's you know it's early for them right and uh then that night i would watch to see if they used the joke or not and then you know <laughs> <cha -ching. laughs> and when they the, did yeah you'd get a charge out of it yeah, but then you get mad. You get mad if they don't use like a joke that you think is great. You're like, oh, <laughs> didn't hear one that like they used that would that kind of sucked. You know, that was in the same vein. And uh, and, and worse is is yeah, and and you have this joke and you work on you craft it perfectly. You're, you're working your your 
butter wolf on it and uh and he'll go hey you know here's the thing is there, uh there's a and he'll, he'll stumble over it and he's like you screwed it up jay and i'm yelling at the tell i'm yelling at jay leno through my television right because he screwed up the joke. Ah. then he blames him man that wasn't very funny well you screwed it up jay okay this i'm having a dialogue with, uh, with tv jay leno so you've done a lot of writing for big time uh shows and I, you wrote a lot for comedy central the roasts uh tell me about writing for them i did well i started because i had uh, uh i worked for lisa lampanelli for uh, for a long time and and wrote her uh, helped write her her roast uh sets for right. comedy central when she was on and then i did for some other people on there too so it was always you know a, a unofficial uh, uh capacity it was like people would call me say I'm going to be on this uh, oh, roast yeah. I need jokes and again I'm sitting at my little computer box in my underwear writing and <laughs> and uh and uh you know watching it as it happens so uh yeah that so it's cool it's, it's, visual. It's, yeah the best is probably the the and the one you know usually you get used and a lot of times there's guys I know you know that I've come up through the ranks with they've gone farther up the ranks but uh <laughs> uh but the best was for the um it was the Alec Baldwin roast, and I got to write uh -huh. some jokes for uh, for De Niro. And uh, so Robert De Niro was doing my jokes, and that, that was like, that's cool, man. That's <laughs> a charge. And, and yeah, and he's like, you know, this thing, that's him doing the jokes. And, and, and you know, you're like, and, and, and he's nailing them. And I'm like, yes, you're doing better than Leno. Yes. <laughs> now, well, so, not yeah, so, only roasts for Lisa Lampanelli, but you did other, you did a lot of writing for her. You opened for her. Tell me about that mm -hmm. relationship. I know she's retired now. Yes, uh, she uh, she's not doing comedy any longer, um, but it was it was great, man. We had a great relationship, working relationship, and uh, I just uh, started writing roast jokes for her, and uh, she needed an opener, uh, and so for I think it was seven or eight years, I was wow. on the road with her, just traveling around, and it was great. I mean, like yeah. that's not the life. You 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 know, you fly out to Chicago, you do a beautiful theater, you stay in a nice hotel, uh, you know, everything is taken care. Of. You get to the you know. And you to the uh, back and forth from the airport, and, uh, and I mean it was it was like being in show business there. For yeah. A while, so, and now here I am, in meetings, <laughs> not in cars, talking to Carl. So. Right. It's small time. Welcome. <laughs> Plenty of room in the middle. Plenty of room in the middle. <laughs> so, but that was great. It was great. She was a great person to work for. Yeah. Um, and it was when she was at the top of her game there, and uh, you know, it was crazy. It was. I, I do miss it occasionally. Now, we just did a show together, and you brought all of the stuff for Puppets in Love, but you didn't yes. perform it. Now, now you know I love more than you, Puppets in Love. Why don't mm -hmm. you tell everyone, you know, how you... Okay, just... He, he plays a song. Uh, he, he plays a medley of songs and goes through a, a relationship genesis the hard times, the breakup, and the reuniting. How did you come up with this idea? And, you know, you've got the puppets, you know? Right. Well, um, how it started was I, I, I write for, uh, one of the people I write for is a ventriloquist. And, uh, you know, pretty well known. And uh, he was looking for some new bits. And I, I thought of this bit about two puppets who are having a relationship, you know, meet, have a relationship, have problems. And so I'm writing it for his puppets, and as I'm doing, and, and it kind of, it was one of those where, when it comes to you really fast, and you so you know it's good, 
and uh, there's like, so I, I just make a list of these like 50 songs and yeah. edit them all together. And as I'm doing it, I'm like, well, you know, at the time I was doing a bit with a Cabbage Patch uh, doll that I had taken the head off and it was the, and so I have the body and it was just uh, uh, the first villain, uh, ventriloquist dummy for the hearing impaired. And I would just do, uh-huh. you know, and so, and so I had head. that. So I had that and I'm like, well, you know what, if I get another one and then put a little eyes on them so they have faces, I can do it myself because this is really funny. So I'd already told the guy about it and I call him up and I'm like, hey, I got some good news and bad news. This is a really funny bit. Bad news is I'm not selling it to you. So <laughs> I had just started doing it and it's a great closer. Uh, you know, it is. It's, it, it, yeah, it always, you know, it's always a people pleaser, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did not do it when, uh, the last time we worked just because of the, 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 theater people were very far away yeah and the closest people were about 25 feet or so and it's that's really it's really a bit where you need to be there to invest in the puppet otherwise it's some guy doing this and you're like what's he doing up there yeah you really sort of emote with uh, your hands you bring them to life great song choices it's a favorite of mine you know and i was all hyped to see it and it did not appear and so i spoke with you after but Okay, so yeah, and I brought it. I had it with me, and I'm looking, yeah. and I'm like, "No, nah, this is not gonna. It's not. This is not the place that it'll work." So, well, you close strong anyway. It's just that uh, it's just. I well, I, well, I, I I told Carl before we started, just as we were getting ready to get started, I said, "When I die, I will give the puppets in my will to Carl, and and then you'll carry on their tradition. It'll be like Gallagher too." Is it a cassette tape? <laughs> It's a CD. I'm up to uh, the 2000s. You're up to CD. Yeah, <laughs> this technology, you're going to be around a while. So you've got a long-running podcast. It's called The Miserable Men Show. And yes. it's been on different venues. You're still doing it today. People can mm-hmm. check that out. Tell me about that. It started out, we were on um, on Sirius, on Howard Stern's uh, 101 channel, Uh and well, before I think we ended ten years ago, so it was fifteen years ago. Yeah, uh, and we were on for five years and and did really well. And then Howard ended up taking all the original programming off of his one hundred and one channel, uh, so we were we were done. Um, but it was this, it's the same guys. It's Shuley from the uh, from Howard Show, uh, Reverend Bob Levy, great comic, Brent um, Hatley who was from Bubble Love Sponge uh, yeah. show. And uh, Mark Burns, who was originally a caller, he would call in uh, early on in the days of Miserable Men. He would call in and and uh, just do jokes. Uh, he would do a wrap up of the show from from his home. And he was such a funny caller. We said, "Come on in," and he came in and he was great and he fit well. And we ended up just saying, just "Keep coming in." And uh, he kept coming in because we didn't have to pay him. And uh, eventually, he became part of the show. So now it's it's those. Uh, well, Brent wasn't on originally, but. So it's the, the original four, which was us, and then Brent, and we have a great uh, uh, engineer, producer, Iso, who's uh, also part of the mix. And it's great. It's on Patreon. It's it's uh, politically incorrect. Sorry. Yes. Um, uh, but it's funny and really dirty and weird. And uh, we just kind of, it's two hours every Wednesday. We just sit there and uh, virtually like this, and we just bust each other's chops and come up with topics and challenges and insults and yeah. No, the pandemic brought that back to life, you were telling me, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we had uh, we we were just sitting around, and I was talking to Bob, uh, and he's like, you know, we should do that. We should we should definitely do. It. I was like, he's like, can you call Shuli? And I was like, yeah, I'll call. So I called Shuli. He's like, you up for it? He's like, yeah. So we so all of a sudden we just zoomed, conference called all of us, and we and, and from right as soon as we all got together in the same Zoom, just talking, we were just busting each other's chops, you know. And I was like, I worry, we got to do this. Yeah. And uh, so you know, we we uh, put a little bit more production into it, not much, but. Um, you know, and now it now it's a finely oiled machine, and it's great. Uh, and it's it's for the price of an uh, a frou frou cup of coffee. You can yes. uh, watch us, uh, you know, four shows a month, and then there's another tier, which is a two frou frou cups of coffee. You can you can see uh, double these shows uh-huh. on Patreon. On pa- it's patreon.com backslash the miserable men show. The Miserable Men Show. Now, how can people find you, Mike Morse, out there on social media, out there on the internet? Um, I, well, I'm a stalker, so if you... <laughs> I'll um, find you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, just Mike Morse. Uh, it's a fairly common name, as you have to look through and find this yeah. face. Um, and then on, um, on Instagram, I'm Insta Mike Morse. And on Twitter, I'm uh, Mike Morse says because I say things like that. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I put jokes on every day. I put car- I draw caricatures every day because that's uh, one of my things I like to do. A little hobby. So uh, a lot to see there. M O R S E. M O R S E. Mike Morse, like the code. Like the code, right? Yeah. Now, Mike Morse. We're looking for three dots and a dash here because everyone at home is to poise to watch Children of the Corn with us as we see it here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Mike Morse, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, so we're going ready? I'm going to start on three, right? Let me get this right. This is my big moment. Three, two, one, action. Very excited to see Children of the Corn. Yes, yes. Thank you for kicking it off, celebrity comedian. Oh, that was excellent. Celebrity comedian, that was great. Uh, I I hope you had your moment of sun. But now, Hal Roach of the famous Silent Pictures and New World are going to present maybe another silent movie? (laughs) Well, because you didn't turn the sound on. Oh, I I have the sound on. Oh, I had it on mute. Here we go. I had it on mute. But didn't you not hearing it give you an indication? Okay, never mind. Okay, as long as we hear, I don't hear it's, it. Uh, I, don't, I hear, I hear like a, the title credits are just basically Stephen King's Children of the Corn. You don't need music for that. And Hal Roach. Hal Roach is the reason this whole thing happened. He bought the rights to the book. It was a short story actually, and uh, he's the one who's. I mean, it went on to have eleven uh, chapters. You know, eleven like it was a franchise. Yeah. No, last last year there was in twenty twenty one there was a version. Yeah. Did you know the story was originally published in the 1977 issue of Hustler magazine? Really? That's great. Yeah. So people were like jerking, jerking off. Kids killing everybody because it's some <laughs> demon corn. Children of the corn. Now, here are. we are before the trouble. Here we are in nice old Nebraska town. It's called Gatlin, Gatlin, Nebraska. And you see how nice it is. It's 1950s in the 80s. Right. It is a great place. And by the way, if anyone from Nebraska is listening, we're so excited to do a film about your state. 
that's in your state. I'm looking forward to learning more about Nebraska and what a little town like Gatlin offers. Really now, thrilled. I tell you about Nebraska and Gatlin. This thing was filmed in Iowa. That's great. That's fine. I mean, it could have just been shot in Burbank for all I know. But, well, actually, some of it was, yes. But most of it is in three towns in Iowa. But why don't they just... Okay, they went to church. After church, they get to go out. But the right. wife and sister aren't there. He's calling because the sister has 104 fever. Wow, that's, uh, that's uh, a lot of storyline going on. And also the kid is narrating, right? Yeah, the kid is doing a voiceover. Now, I did see this back in the day, and this film scared the hell out of me. I was just a little kid. Right. Well, you, you, yeah, that's right, Carl. You, you were in the high school. So these are all like your friends in high school. You're like, there's Ricky with the hat, that little. I, you know, I think it was earlier than high school because my memories of it. Now it's 19, let's see when it was released in 84. So that was my, maybe I was scared in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to see it. Actually, I think The Thing came out in, like, 82, and that movie scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, The oh, look Thing. At so, so I could get these children want to kill everybody, but who's the waitress? Well, okay, that's one thing that doesn't make sense to me in the story. The waitress seems to be an adult. So, she, yeah, she's poisoning all the adults with the coffee. Which, right. Like, isn't that a typical day at Henson's anyway? Have you tried their <laughs> coffee? It's disgusting. Um, yeah. Ugh, I'll have some water. 104 degree fever. She's drawing predictions of the future. Oh, there's Isaac. What a creep. Oh, what a creep. What a creep. Oh, yeah. my throat. Oh, goodness. Goodness. I can hardly breathe, I tell you. <laughs> it's ironic because Blue Bunny ice cream is a real thing, and they had to recall their ice cream because of like cholera and shit. Yeah. Look, they had weapons. If Clemenza can figure a way to have a weapon planted for me. Now, this movie is all based on that curvy weapon, right? The one you use to husk corn with? The one you yeah. scoop the seed? Is it the sickle? Yeah, is it the sickle. Spick? Is it really? What, yes. do, what does the Grim Reaper have? Oh, a ham sandwich. I wanted a ham sandwich. But we oh. don't see it. And the reason was they had budget trouble. There was a lot of this film that was going to be more special effectsy, and they were going to show you more, but they yeah. couldn't do it because they got a, they had to pay Stephen King right away, and they lost budget. So the budget went to Stephen King's cocaine habit. I guess it's eighty four. All right. Does okay, Stephen so King show up? Is the teenagers like killed everybody. Right, including his dad, which yeah. is really sick. Does he narrate? Oh, and look, she drew. She drew it. Right. How it says Henson's you know? on it. Friendlies. Massacre of Friendlies. Oh, <laughs> that's right. And this must be a horror Holstein's, movie. Holstein's. Holstein's ice cream. Yeah, right. Yeah, Remember so that in Bloomfield? Right. Well, that was where the Sopranos got shot at the end. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Is. I mean, they shot the scene at it. Whether he got shot, I don't know. So this is the, you can tell it's a horror movie because the kids' cartoon drawings of murders are used for the opening credits. Right. Now, look how the S's are backwards. It was just stereotypical oh, kid. Yeah. You're writing full sentence uh, Bible quotes, but you get the S. From, right. Well, isn't there like a, there, there is a scene in this movie where she, she writes the man who walks the, in rows and the S is reversed. She was able to write everything else. 
It's yeah, the it's he who walks behind the rows, and they mean rows of corn. Oh, he is in that comic that makes a lot of noise in the back. Um, by the mm-hmm. way, Carl, I I, <clears throat> I haven't done a set in so long that I don't feel like I can even make references to comedy. So, so how I'm lost since the beginning of the pandemic? You stopped doing. Com- oh, I did a couple. I, I performed at Danny Dutchie's okay. back in uh, last February. Okay, I did, I did Comedy Day. That was it. Very okay. rarefied gig, but that was my last live show. And. Are you missing it or? I don't know. I I feel like I'm doing it. Okay, so they put it present day. So it was right. like three years ago that the, the whole town got massacred. Exactly right. Three years. And it seems like a lot of story in those opening credits. Like that was a lot we just saw. That's like a whole. Well, what of we episodes. saw is there's a nicey nice town, and then right. all of a sudden the the kids killed all the adults. And it was under the influence of the evil eye of Isaac. That's what I'm saying. Evil eye of Isaac and then premonitions with prayers and adult massacres. That's a lot before the opening credits. That's a, that's an entire movie right there. If I was Stephen King, I would write, that would be what, 40 pages of bullshit? <laughs> yes. Now, right oh, now, hey. the director's making it seem like he was going to get stabbed or something. It was pretty right. well done. She's being seductive in the Hamilton. She's like, hey, 30-something. Uh, why don't we do some 69 or something? And he's like, You're exactly huh? right. That's 30-something. Huh? And she's Linda Hamilton. Happy right. birthday. And it's not birthday. He has now graduated medical school. And he's about yeah. to be a doctor. Cool. Doctor. Well, wasn't he on Grey's Anatomy? He was on Grey's Anatomy. He was on Grey's Anatomy. Okay, here he is. Here he is. Peter Horton is his name. He played Professor Gray Shepherd on the television series 30-something. Yes. He was in yes. St. Elsewhere. St. Elsewhere. Oh, I'm sorry. St. Elsewhere. He was in Eight is Enough. He was in The White Shadow, one of our favorites. And one of my favorites, Dallas. And he was married to Michelle Pfeiffer for years, for seven that's, years. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. But she probably got sick of that awful beard stubble thing he had. <laughs> like he doesn't we have can't a, speak for him. Ooh, we can't speak for him. I got you a cigarette lighter. It says okay. to my do- new doctor, here's a cigarette lighter. First criticism of the movie. You see that yeah. cigarette lighter, right? Yeah. That should have become the movie fart. At the end of this movie, it involves fire. And and he's given gifted a lighter. This, see, this, at the end of the movie, they go, Oh, I can't believe we finally defeated the children of corn. <laughs> Oh, tell me about it. God, I need a And that's a nice smoke. Woof. Woof. But he's a doctor, and her gift is a cigarette lighter that says, congratulations, you're a doctor. Yeah. Have a cigarette on me. Well, he is a smoker. 80s. She's seducing him? I mean, No, she's doing a nice dance, like, no more teachers, no more dirty. It's some song about, like, school is over. Oh, a medical school. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he doesn't... Doesn't she's doesn't have to sing and dance for him? He obviously is hungry. Mike, if uh, your spouse uh, like got her masters, you wouldn't say yay and make a celebration. Well, I would probably be horny as well. <laughs> he See? chose to sing and dance. That is her choice. Now, now it's another kissing, and then uh, nothing. And she's like, "Okay, great, fine, whatever. I'll fuck him. I'll make some rubbish." 
There's nothing inappropriate about what's going on here. No well, man is, or woman is being oppressed. Oh, no, no, exactly. She's just like, he pushes her aside. Doesn't get the hint. Oh, look at the time. Well, I better get going. I have doctor stuff I need to pack up. Well, no, they're on a road trip. Right now, they're on a road trip together. They're not uh -huh. married, by the way. But is he Doc Hollywood? Together to, yeah, it's a Doc Hollywood. He's going to his practice. Now, he'll be in an emergency room. Okay, that's where they're going, his first job. And yeah, it's uh, Doc Hollywood. He'll get interrupted along the way. Cars 2. Cars, cars 2. Yeah, I was going to say Cars. You mean car, the first car is yeah, not Cars car, 2. Car. Yeah, Cars 2, they go to Japan. Cars 1, he gets uh, now, look, astray. Stephen King book on the dashboard. Yeah, that's the night stand shift where this story is based on. They could have uh, saved. Is it, the, is it? Yeah, it is. They could have okay. saved themselves a whole movie and they read the book on the dash. <laughs> Who reads That's in the, the front? Who, Carl, do you read it while driving in the passenger seat? Yes, I do. You do? You don't get car sick? Uh, no, because I know what's up. I know I'm doing it in a car. So I'm not trying to do it the usual way. You know what I mean? I guess. It, but I, I, I'm bouncing my head like this. Oh, you know what I mean? You hold it loose so that if the car goes, you go. The Night Shift had Lawnmower Man in there. Uh, and it also had Quitters, Inc., which is in the Cat's Eye anthology movie. Uh, and there was probably more, right, in there? Jerusalem's Lot. What was that about, Carl? I did not read that book, even though I yeah. did research this film. Okay, now this kid is, like, going to try to run away. Okay, he's going to try to run away through the corn. Wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> now that's Job and uh, Sarah. That's Job and Sarah, and they're like part of the story. Now, these are the kids that were innocent. He watched his father get murdered while right. eating a milkshake. Mm -hmm. And now in this post-apocalyptic, adult-free lifestyle, they're pawns of Isaac and... Uh, Malachi. Ma Malachi. And I'm... And he who lives, he who walks behind the road of corn. <sighs> so he's going to make an escape now. Bro, have you ever seen the shark movie, Stephen Kang, Sharks of the Corn? Stephen Kang. You said, you said that his father was eating a milkshake. He was shocked. He was chewing. Oh, you're right. The, the kid was eating the milkshake. He no, was drinking, his face in drinking, Michael. Drinking. He could have drank it with a straw. He took it out. I'd be so fucking freaked out by that experience. Oh, man. The dad, he was drinking a sandwich, eating a milkshake. <laughs> oh, he was fucking up uh, salad. <laughs> fucking up that salad. Uh, you see the cornrows, not right in this scene, but in many scenes, the cornrows are either fake or they're painted. You see, as they shot, the season changed, and they all started to get uh, brown. Wow. Yeah, so they had to beef them up. Not right now. This is all legit. I would have I would have quit if I was a continuity person. I'd be like, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I'm not a fucking porn person. Now this kid is trying to escape right where the demon lives. He's running through the cornfield. It's dumb. Oh, so so he's good. So we we're aware of this demon. I didn't I didn't recognize it. Like I've never seen this movie, but in preparation, I watched this movie, and I had no <laughs> idea. I just thought this dead kid just look, showed look. up. 
look, you can see that the tops are, oh no, I might be wrong. It might be that yellowy thing when they, anyway, the, the internet tells us that the, the, the fields are going to change from like nice green to like old gray because of the length of uh, how long it took to shoot this. They use that old gray husk to uh, <clears throat> decorate their town. Uh-huh. All over the town, you'll find creepy corn husks. Like, it would be like the YMCA. And they'd mm -hmm. be like, oh, that's for adults. Uh, let's put some corn husks yeah, all over that's it. right. Yeah. City Hall. They that strip club. Them. Like, they go to this town strip club, and they just put old corn husks. No adults here, no more. <laughs> if they're marking it like Passover. Well, they killed everybody. Right. It so that's, they didn't pass over. They, like, passed in. Yeah, you're Dropped right, because you marked to get passed over. Yeah, you put some blood on your door, so the, the angel of death will pass over Skip your house. Skip this house. Skip this house. You know, it's a, it's a pun of a holiday about, like, we're not going to massacre you. We'll get their neighbor. It's called <laughs> Passover. Get it? It's, it's a play on words. Boom. Now... Of course, he's going to get the whammy jammy because he's right in the territory. See that creepy spider? I never figured this out. Never made this. Never made any sense to me. I thought the kids got him. Well, yes, no. Malachi will now show up and slight and and uh, uh, sickle him to death. But does the demon show up in the earlier in this movie? What we're hearing right now is the voices of children in the corn. So it's like, that's the demon. The demon is just the presence. We don't actually see him. Oh, oh ketchup look at everywhere. that paint. Oh, the ketchup. Oh, the ketchup. Uh, why is this mustard? Well, sorry, boss. They were out of ketchup. No, you don't understand. <laughs> it's not a condiment. It's blood. Come on now. Are we shooting a black to... and white Super 8? No, you idiot. <laughs> Um, um, the internet right. says the map is wrong. It's backwards. She's pointing at Kansas. I don't know. Do we care? She's pointing at Kansas? Hilarious. <laughs> like, let's get now, out of this Now, this is movie. Linda Hamilton. Now, we saw her in Tag, the assassin game. We saw her in something else. We saw her in Terminator. We watched Terminator. We did watch Terminator. Oh, look. I know. He had the kid. Dummy. I didn't want to lighten the mood by saying we were watching Terminator, but that just happened at the same time they hit the kid. But that so never they, aired on Mutiny because it's too long, right? No, it did air on Mutiny. It did air on Mutiny. Our Godfather one right. was too long. But that airs every night because it's on the night playlist, and which is random. So there's the always Godfather? a chance. The Godfather? Yeah, so we have a lot of episodes. If you listen to MutinyRadio.fm, there's original programming with new material uh, episodes every week. But it's a 24-hour channel, so we have a, you know, a iTunes list called the Night Playlist, where it's all shows, and it's usually supposed to be played randomly. Right. And we have, like, a dozen of our episodes, including The Godfather. Wow. And it plays the whole episode? Yeah, so the all Great. two hours and 45 minutes uh, will play wow. uh, at three in the morning. Now, look, he's seeing that this kid didn't die because I hit him. This kid died because somebody sickled him. Sickled him. Now, didn't she have that little weird flashback where she was like, unconscious as he thought she was walking in the road? Yeah. So she goes up and, okay, they lied to Linda Hamilton and they said that child laws made it that they couldn't have a kid 
laying on the asphalt in the hot sun with a blanket over his head. It's just unreasonable. And Linda Hamilton said, oh, okay. Right. So then she thought it was a, a dummy, right? So when she's, when he reveals himself, it's genuine, her shock, you know, she's just like in the alien movie, when it came out of the stomach, they didn't know it was happening. Really? Happen. Well, so they're going to wrap this, I think it's the, they're going to throw the body in the trunk. And Not then yet, we'll, but yes. And then, Carl, whatever happens to that body in the trunk? Never hurts nothing, nothing. nothing. It rots in there. That's right. Yeah. They you were know, trying the kid, to bring it somewhere and alert the police and say, right. take the coroner, take this. And they never, never bury the body in sacred ground. They never give the body well, the Well, they soul. were a little distracted by a demon, Michael. Well, speaking of demons and souls, there's a soul in their trunk of their car the entire movie. They don't even right, bother to right. bury it. We're going to watch the film, and we're going to find an opportune moment in which they didn't do anything about we're it. We're going to watch this film, and they're going to get to the car, and the car's going to have old corn husks shoved in there by these yes. kids. But not the trunk's not going to even be open. No, it will never Okay, so she's going to dream now, and he's going to find out that the blood on the suitcase he's going to find is yeah. fresh. So this guy just got killed. It hasn't coagulated or whatever the word is. And so, like, the murderer is close by. Oh, Malachi. Malachi. Now, is that Malachi in Linda's dream or no? I guess yeah. no. It's kind of like that, that uh, Death Proof movie from Quentin Tarantino where... She's just hanging out in the car, and her bad guy comes up to it. Yeah, were well, you talking about the one where his foot, her foot was out the yeah. window? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were in a park. Now, that was a creeper. I'm with you 100% there. That was a disgust. Okay, sickle, yeah. look. She wakes up. She thinks, but she's really dreaming, right? Okay, yeah, so she's dreaming while... Mordecai is holding a knife at her. Well, well Mordecai her. just goes away now. We won't see him again. Wow. So you're saying that might be a dream. Yeah, this is her dream. She dreams she's getting out of the car. She dreams she's walking towards the body. And then she says she's sorry in the dream. It's, it's he's <coughs> an interest. It's the movie's uh, oddly directed. It's good. It's good because there's not another dream sequence in this movie. No, there is not. Yeah. And also, there's other things like that, like like Brad, you know, staying elsewhere. He will be in a like a, in a school, and he'll get this weird sixth sense that that Linda Hamilton's in trouble. Vicky's in trouble. It, it, it only happens the one time, right? You know what I mean, like we haven't. It didn't You know, I feel like sometimes if there's a weird uh, premise, they can get away with an even weirder premise. So if they say like, okay, here we wait, go. That's just a dummy. Really be shocked. Just a dummy. Go ahead, Linda. Child labor laws. We can't have a kid lie down the street. And, <laughs> you know that, one. Linda. Whoa. <laughs> oh. I don't know. It wasn't so great, right? Well, he doesn't have his stubble yet, so it's easier to hug. <laughs> I meant the, the. I meant her recoiling. Her oh shock. yeah, no, yeah, she, it was authentic. They she did that to alien. The director so the, did not tell him them that something was going to pop out of the stomach. Well, come on, William Hurt must have known they have like some practical special effects. Oh, like, um, of course, William he wasn't lay, lying on the table. He must have been like half sitting, <laughs> then with like a puppeteer in the other half. 
bike, 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 bike. Yeah, it's yeah. The he was in on it. It's the reaction. The other actors, they didn't know it was going to happen. Dead kid in my trunk. So long, dead kids. See you next e- movie. Even the cinematographer is, is giving some distance from those creeps that threw a kid in there. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to hide out in these corn stalks. But they're not creeps. They're going to take them to a coroner. That's that's the Mordecai hanging out in the bushes. Yeah, I guess yes. Oh, here's Ada's Enough House. Meanwhile, the Ada's Enough House. Now, it's forbidden to go into the Ada's Enough House or any house. But these kids, Job and Sarah, do it anyway. And they listen to records and they draw pictures and they play Monopoly. Play Monopoly and they play dress up like a Stephen King book. So, okay, so you have a premise like, <laughs> all right, so you have kids kill an entire town, all right? Yeah. It's village yeah. of the Dam, love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, you know, as we used to watch it at, at church, it was village of the Darn. And then they had uh, uh, this uh, this preacher, right? But it's a 12-year-old preacher. Okay, that's, that's the second thing. Okay, I believe that. This is, and there's a monster in the in the cornhouse named He Who Walks Behind the Rose. Rose, right. Okay, yeah, You're all right. You're with and, and he has premonitions where she can predict the future. Right. She draws it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Stephen King, you're a great writer, and I'll believe everything <clears throat> you write. But you put it on the screen, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> can't, can't something just turn evil? Like, can't they turn out, you know, like their car starts getting evil, or their dog gets evil, or the hotel right. they're staying at gets evil? And it's just like, play know out. the car gets evil, right? Yeah. I was a good one. So the, That's the guy who's theater. out of ideas. He wrote a good uh, 9-11 story mm-hmm. about uh, a guy who uh, office gets, uh, was in the World Trade Center. He wasn't there. And, uh, and he didn't die? Yeah. And then knickknacks from his dead uh, employees <laughs> start popping up around his house. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Where's Stephen King book? It's gone off the dash. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The director said, will you cut it out? All right. So here, he has a cigarette. And oh, that's right. He smokes it like he's fucking 12 years old. And he's, well, he's not a real smoker. And he lit it with the gift. Now they are, Linda's all freaked out. I mean, they just, you know, well, they didn't kill a kid, but there's a murdered kid in their trunk. And you're saying they're not married, so she can leave at any time. I was simply saying they're not married. <laughs> wow. So they spent a lot of money on the budget, right? Or they just drove around the cornfields going, okay, that's it. We're done for today. <laughs> the budget suffered from the... Um, uh, Stephen King taking a cut up front. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, but this thing made a lot of money. They spent 850000 on it. And they made like $14 million. Wow, that's great. Yeah. 1984. Yeah. You know, this this movie, I mean, I everyone knows about the sequels. It's you said there's been 12 movies altogether. 11. Mm-hmm. 11. But do you know one of the, the the uh it was called Children of the Corn 666? Yeah, that was, I yeah. got that one and that that kid comes back in it. The the um not a kid, Isaac. Isaac. Well, there's Isaac on the right. He's yeah. the best. He's the best in this movie. This kid has more style than than anybody, like just a burn. Yeah, you know he's completely. Look at these all dressed up. He's all like 
don't know. A lot of <laughs> shitty children actors in the world, but uh well, he's actually you know. 24. He's 24 in, right now on the screen. Oh, okay. All right. So eat my shorts. <laughs> well, he's 24, he's great. You know, he quit acting after 9-11 because he was like, I want to be a teacher now. Do something meaningful, you know. Uh, he was in Leprechaun, which is, I don't know. Was he? Was he? Who did he play? I don't um, and he's our Star Trek connection. Um, he, I don't know. He was 24 years. He, Leprechaun, Space Chase. He would play Chucky in shots where the killer doll was seen walking in 1988. Ch Chucky's Child Play. Wow, that's the first one. Um, in Children of the Corn 666, he comes back, but he co-wrote it with his cousin. That's great. Well, people must be bothering him all the time about this movie because he's so good at it. He was also cousin it in the Adams Family franchise. Oh, well, wow. I thought I recognized his face. <laughs> with all the hair. Yeah, and the, so the bowler he, cap. Um, he he quit acting and became an English teacher in Santa Clara, California. Um, oh, right nearby. Yeah. Oh, now now the radio station is not fun anymore. Oh, last thing, he's our Star Trek connection. He was on Voyager. Whoop de doo. Did he reprise the Clint Howard role of like the Brainiac kid? <laughs> right. So what's in the suitcase? You, did you see the Clint Howard clip ever? Uh, I've seen the photo of him dressed up as Egghead. Well, yeah, he was an Egghead. Uh, it's a good clip. You should, you should. Uh, well, well, I mean, I've seen him say in interviews say like people come up to me and I'm like, it was just one episode on Star Trek. Well, okay, in that episode, there was like a horrible, scary guy in a spaceship, and he was making a lot of trouble for the Enterprise. And then when they find him in the end, he's just this little kid. It was all like a, not a puppet, but a simulation kind of thing, you know? And he's like, he isn't a little kid. He was just a wimpy old man. I don't know how to describe it. You got to see it. Okay, now this guy is R.G. Armstrong, and he's a serious real actor. He's, you might know him from Predator as the General Phillips or Prune Face in Dick Tracy. But he was oh, in yeah. Reds, he was in Heaven Can Wait. This guy's for real. I don't know what he's doing in this film. Hey, he's probably doing a day's work and get the fuck out. Yeah, it's 40 years career. He had to take some stuff that was a day's pay and get the right. Fuck out. He shot all his stuff in one day. He shot all his wow. stuff. Wow, all right, all right, there we go, called it. <laughs> but he's localized to this area. He's in a few scenes right now. So now what it is, is like, he doesn't say we got a dead kid, but he's like, we need to use your phone. Got no phone. You know, right. the nearest town is three miles, but you better not go there because Gatlin, because they're religious folk. So 15 miles away is Harris fuck the bird or something. You know, you ever see the movie Cabin in the Woods? It came out maybe like eight years ago, whatever, ten years ago. Heaven in the Woods? No, should yeah, I? So, yeah, you should check it out. It's so yeah. these these kids, these teenagers go to a, a cabin in the woods. And oh, it's called harm. Cabin, not Kevin. No, no, nothing to do with Kevin. Cabin. It's called Cabin in yeah. the Woods. C-A-B-I-N can wait. Oh, Cabin can wait. Yeah. 
Kevin Owens, but they they do a take of the crazy guy in the gas station right before the cabin where mm-hmm. the, the, the kids always drive up to. There was this great movie with John Stewart in which they were mistaken as hicks. Like the, the, was the, it the, 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 the there Tucker were teenagers, right? And and they were gonna like go on a trip and it was all a misunderstanding, you know, like Tucker and Dale versus evil. Maybe, (laughs) maybe it was a lot of fun. I don't trust this dog. Oh, I better check. Will the dog die.com. Well, he definitely dies and he, you know, like the corn is mad for some reason. And, and old man is like, I didn't tell him nothing. And the dog will go to like fuck with them and get killed. Now they were going to have a severed dog head, but because of budget constraints, uh-huh. they just have a bloody bandana. Did oh, right, because he was wearing a bandana. Dead? I was wondering why that dog was wearing a bandana is to kill it. <laughs> okay, like, children. Come on of... back, Ruski. Does the dog die.com? Children of the corn. He dies. Oh, you know, I think I I have to wait for it to stop buffering. Okay, here we go. Does the dog die? Yes. 38 people voted. The dog runs off camera, and as soon its bloody handkerchief appears on top of a car. Now, they keep, they're going to Carl? Hemingford, yes. right? But as they drive towards Hemingford, it's going to say Gatlin closer and closer and closer. They went the other way. So for some reason, they're driving to Gatlin now. So someone must have just made these signs and just posted them. Fuck with them. Did they get the wrong, wrong address? No, but it's more. And then they're going to wind up right back at the gas station where they started. It's like the demons got them looping around in a circle, trying to get them to Gatlin. Oh, I got gotcha. you. But there'll never be anything else like that in the whole film. I, I thought the kids did it, like set up these signs so they can trap adults for their little rituals. No, these guys are not welcomed and not expected. They're called the interlopers, the outs, outlanders. They're outlanders. The outlanders. Yeah. Hey, outlander. Hey. Right, because the outlanders are the ones who show up during the season, like during the summer and stuff. But the, uh, well, they're there all year round. There was a South Park in which these two people come to an abandoned town with only kids and they they do the lo- they do some of the lines like outlander we have your woman she still lives <laughs> we have your woman yeah yeah hey oh well that's linda well, hamilton they, they talk re- they talk religiously in this he is who doth it have it the woman oh come on he's like that what are you guys oh he's talking to the demon yeah, he's saying, I didn't tell him nothing. You know that. I didn't break our agreement. They, they keep him alive because they want the gasoline. I kind of don't get it, but they keep him alive. They didn't kill him, even though he's an adult, because he gives he gets right. them gasoline. But he doesn't really care. He's just there with his dog. It isn't until they show up. He's like, oh, now I'm scared of your wrath. <laughs> well, somehow, like, the demon's angry at him. Because he talked to them. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But that's what it is. Now he'll find the bloody rag instead of a dog's head. <laughs> but it so does mean gross. the same thing. 
your dog it's, is dead. You know, we we killed your dog, and then we opened up the hood when you weren't looking, and then we threw in the bloody thing in there. Well, not we. You mean we like the kids? Because I think well, this is all the demon. It's unclear to me, Carl. Understood. Feel, it feels like that. Well, I guess there was no fingers in the bushes when from the camera angle, right? They do the. That's right. They made the wind go, and right. they, there was a lightning and a thunderous, you know. But there was no kids involved in there. You don't now, see them skirming. Scurrying. Kids will be involved in a moment because Malachi's going to come and kill him. And that makes uh, he who walks behind the corn angry with Malachi. They need his gasoline, apparently. Malachi just likes to kill, kill, kill. He does yeah. that again. Like, well, we killed all these adults. We killed the librarian. Why can't I go ahead and kill uh, this guy? Put it down. You ever shish a librarian? <laughs> can we try it? Uh, hello, welcome to Montclair State University Library. 